Refresh. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your boy, The Muffin Man, coming back at you again with another episode of Refresh Podcast. I know, I know it has been quite some time. I am really sorry. I feel like a broken record sometimes telling you guys this each and every time, but I, I'm really sorry that I have not recorded in, in several weeks, and, and that is totally um, not excusable, you know, um, laziness and procrastination and not giving podcasts the focus that it deserves. Um, that is just something that, uh, first off, I've asked God to forgive me of, and also I ask you to forgive me from as well, um, because I know these podcasts have a huge impact in lives of many, many people. And so, friend, I just kindly welcome you back um, to this episode of Refresh Podcast. This is your boy, the Muffin Man. Um, let's go ahead and open up in prayer, and then we're going to get started here talking about today's episode. Father, I just thank you so much. You're so good to us. God, there really is no one like you in all of this earth. None can compare. God, I am so grateful for your love. God, I'm so grateful for your grace and your mercy. God, I thank you that you give us tries over and over again when we're not deserving. God, I pray that um, whoever hears this message, God, whoever listens to this message, God, I pray that you would just minister to their hearts, God, that you'd prepare their hearts to receive a word, Lord, prepare the soil of their hearts, Lord, to receive the seeds of this message. And God, I pray that it'd be something that would challenge us at the end. God, it'd be something that would inspire us to, to change something that we're doing in our lives. God, I thank you for every person that is hearing this. God, I pray that their lives would be changed forever from this message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, friend, um, today we will be taking a break from our Well Tell series. Uh, this is just a message that I really feel like I need to talk about. And um, so I, I guarantee you that next week uh, we will indeed resume Well Tells. Um, but today I want to talk to you about John 10.10. 10. Now, for some of you, that may very much ring a bell. For those of you that do not know, we're going to talk about it today. So that is John chapter 10, verse 10, and it says this, The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus comes to bring life in an abundant way. So let's recap that and let's read that again. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now that's what the enemy does. So hold on to that. Draw that on your piece of paper or hold that in your left hand, okay? The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus comes to bring a life in an abundant way. Now, let's begin to do, we're going to focus on each of these and, and exactly what this means so we can understand this in a greater way. So first off, let's talk about the enemy. The scripture here starts with the enemy and uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. So let's go ahead and we're going to flip over to John right fast. Uh, John 10, 10. I don't have this bookmark. This is totally uh, spontaneous. So trust me. So right here, Jesus is speaking about a parable of the good shepherd. And um, shepherding is definitely one of my favorite topics of the Bible. And so right here, um, Jesus is referring to how 
um, at whenever a shepherd would be guarding the sheep, how he would sit at the gate of the pen uh, to where predators, to where um, the things that would want to harm the sheep uh, couldn't get into the pen because the shepherd was blocking the entrance. That if anything wanted to get in or anything wanted to get out, it had to go through the shepherd. And so Jesus is talking about that topic there. And so in that uh, context, he says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But he came to bring life in an abundant way. So first off, we need to understand the tactic of the enemy here. Jesus very much gives us the answer. And Jesus is a very straightforward person. Jesus has a a really great way of not speaking over somebody's head, but speaking on their level to where they can understand. I have a really hard time um, comprehending why people are really confused about what Jesus talks about. He's very straightforward. He's he's very simple. Uh, He doesn't beat around the bush. He, He knows how to address people. You know, and I and I see that a lot um, nowadays. Is that um, we have gone to a place to where we're speaking over people's heads, and they don't comprehend the gospel. They don't understand uh, the words of life. And and Jesus never spoke in that way, guys. We gotta come back to the way that Jesus spoke, and that's on people's levels and in, in ways that they can understand. But Jesus says it right here that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So the first thing we're gonna talk about today is steal. And still means to take something that doesn't belong to you. Wouldn't you agree that if you steal something, you're taking something that doesn't belong to you? Now, I'm going to ask you a really shameful question, and and you can raise your hand, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash you or think differently of you. But how many of you have stolen before? I know I have. I, I've stolen before. I've taken things that have not belonged to me, and, and it's not a good feeling. It definitely isn't something that is recommended. Whether you're stealing something from a store or from a person, um, whether it's something like food or even an item, uh, stealing is just wrong in general. Stealing is, you know, one of the commandments that, that Jesus advises us, you know, not to do, um, that we can have an upright and holy life. And so, how can someone steal something? So ask yourself that. How can somebody take something from you? How can somebody steal something from you? And the answer is this, that if something is not secured or treasured, then it is easy to, to be stolen. It, it becomes a target. It becomes vulnerable to be stolen. I'll tell you like this. If, if you had a safe and you put something in the safe, but you didn't set a combination, you didn't put a lock, you left the door wide open, then it would be very pointless to have a cell, uh, a safe wouldn't you agree because it wouldn't be very safe and that's the thing is someone can't take whatever you want to put the item in the blank someone cannot take that from you if you're holding on tightly to it if you're guarding it if you're taking the necessary measures that it takes to secure that item if you value that thing very much you know if you're going to make sure nobody's able to steal what you value 
And so the thing about it is, friend, is the only way that the enemy can steal something from you is if you're not properly taking care of it or if you're literally putting it in his hands. Guys, I'm telling you, there are times in your life, there's times in my life where I literally, the enemy doesn't have to steal it from me because I'm putting it in his hand. I'm putting it in his hand. I'm, I'm holding my hands out. I'm allowing him to bind me up. I'm allowing him to put handcuffs on my hands. And I know I cannot be the only one here, but if we do not want the enemy to be successful in those areas of thievery and coming to steal from us, then guys, we have got to come to a place to where um, stealing, I'm so sorry for that sound, man. That sounds bad. <laughs> Let me get back on topic here. But stealing is wrong. And, and if we don't want the enemy to steal from us, then we got to do a better job of securing the very thing that we do not want him to steal from us. And we're going to talk about what that very thing can be in just a moment. And, and you know what? Actually, we're going to talk about it now. So what does the enemy want to steal from us? Why does the enemy want to steal from us? I want to tell you why the enemy wants to steal from us. The enemy wants to steal from us because the enemy hates us. Because the enemy wants the very life that we have inside of our very beings. Because it's something that he no longer has. That one time, at one time, Lucifer was the worship pastor of heaven. And he allowed sin to separate him and God. And because of that, he lost his eternity. Because of that, he lost his inheritance. And he very much despises us because we are chosen we fill that void of worship we fill that place uh, that used to belong to him and he hates us he has an an everlasting hatred towards us and he tries to steal those things from us so that we fall just like he did we cannot allow the enemy to steal our inheritance the enemy comes to kill to kill means to deprive of life. Jesus says it very so best in, in uh, I want to say it's in Matthew 10. Um, let me give a flip right over there right fast. I, guys, I told you this, this message is like totally Jesus. Uh, it's definitely not me. But let me go look right fast because I, I, I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. But you know what? Um, but, you know. The point is, is in one of the Gospels, <laughs> that's a very, a very vague way, right? But Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Do you remember Jesus saying that? So, so, so let's, let's, let's just take a step back for a second, right? The enemy comes to kill. And to kill means to deprive of life. Jesus says that he is the way, the truth, and the life, okay? Hold on to that. But abandon it. So the enemy's sole purpose is to isolate us away from Christ. Apart from Christ, we do not have life because Jesus says he is the way, the truth, and life. So this is true because before Christ, we were dead in our sins and trespasses. And, and, and you know, to say it's my life, I can do what I want with it is invalid because it's proven that before when we were taking ownership of our own lives, that we were indeed depriving ourselves from the very thing that was called life. We have proven that we do not do a very good job of taking care of our own lives because our flesh gets strong and our spirit gets weak and we feed ourselves to sin and we allow the enemy to steal from us and then it leads to him depriving us of life. 
that if Jesus is a part of our life, then we have three things in one. And I don't want to get ahead of myself yet because that's at the very, very end, right? Um, but just hold on to that nugget. That's so good, dude. I'm, I'm so excited. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, are, are you excited? Are you getting excited yet, friend? I, I hope so because this is really, really good stuff here. So destroy. Now, the third thing that Jesus mentions that the enemy's sole purpose, the enemy's tactics and game plan is, is destroy. Now, when, initially, when I first thought of the word destroy, I thought of the Avengers movies and how every movie there's this enemy that he seeks to destroy or claim or, or exact revenge to some level. And in the process of stopping this villain, there are times that destruction cannot be avoided and you see all these buildings crumbling and and all of these streets being torn up and all these cars exploding and and, and all these people going ah you know like like that's what i thought of whenever i heard the word destroy whenever i read the word destroy but the word destroy means that it can never be the same again now this is what the exact definition is it means to put an end to something by damaging or attacking it but here's one of my favorite definitions here's the second one to ruin someone emotionally or spiritually so this is what the enemy does by destroying to he wants to ruin you emotionally or spiritually and the way he's going to do that is by damaging you or attacking you on those levels so now that we've done our homework a little let's regroup let's recap shall we the enemy comes to take what doesn't belong to him because he hates us because he wants us to fall short because he wants us to not have the kingdom of heaven because he cannot have it he's a little whiny baby the enemy comes to deprive of life and the enemy comes to take your life. An enemy comes to ruin us emotionally or spiritually by damaging or attacking us. But here's the thing, friend. But Jesus, Jesus Christ is our Savior. And aside of being our Lord, Redeemer, and Prince of Peace, he has that title of Savior as well. He comes to bring life abundantly. Abundantly, abundantly. What does abundantly mean? In large quantities, plentiful, extremely. So see, Jesus didn't just bring you life, but he introduced himself. You remember that thing that I told you to hold on to earlier? He introduced himself by saying, hey, I'm Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and life. He comes by bringing himself introducing himself and he brings you the way he shows you the way of how to hold on to your possessions when the enemy seeks to steal them he teaches you the truth when the enemy seeks to deprive you of your life the enemy cannot deprive you from your god-given identity because he did not give it to you and since he did not give it to you he cannot take it from you it does not belong to him so don't allow him to deceive you don't allow him to lie to you but take a step forward and know that your identity is found in christ jesus gives you life when you're being attacked or damaged emotionally or spiritually he grants it in an abundant size he went to sounds and he brought the grande size that Jesus knew that just simply giving you life alone would not be enough. Not simply just giving you life for one day because you were bound to fall short, because you were bound to give up, because you were bound to fail. So he presented life that you can have each and every day.
every day, each and every week, each and every month, each and every year. A life that is in an abundant size, a life that is in an extreme size because it it helps you to counterattack the enemy's game plan. Friend, I want you to be aware that the enemy is not this red devil with a pitchfork like in the cartoons and and in the movies he's he's not this 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 awesome uh party animal this awesome ruler of hell this awesome guy that they shoot you see in commercials this there's a commercial that really really makes me upset and i'm, I'm gonna go off on it uh, right now i'm gonna try to keep my cool but it was about a dating site and it was this woman dating satan and it was the dumbest thing ever and it made it portrayed satan be this person that was inviting this person that was loving and guys that that's exactly what the devil wants you to perceive him as he wants you to think that he's this loving and and inviting and and this awesome individual but he's gonna lure you in and he's gonna snap the trap on you and suddenly he's not gonna be all that charming because he's deceived you because he wants to deprive you of life Friend, I encourage you today to be reminded of this message. For this message ministered to me when I was struggling, whenever the enemy was attacking me emotionally and spiritually and trying to destroy my very life that it was created. Because I want you to know something. Your life was not created for you. Your life was created to give glory back to the Father. That through giving God glory, that those that were around you, that they would see just how real and true God is and that they would be encouraged to give their lives to him and live their life for God in such a way that it's like a chain reaction that it just keeps going and going and going and that we're reaching people and we're reaching people and we're reaching people but get today you need to be reminded that there is indeed an enemy there is an enemy that hates you there's an enemy that wants to see you destroyed but Jesus came and died so that you can have victory and dominion over that enemy. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you so much for this message. God, I pray that it would have been a message that challenged us, that have inspired us, that has brought a reminder to us that there is an enemy that wants to see us destroyed. But we have a Savior that has shown us the way, that has shown us the truth, that has shown us what life truly is, and that because of that, we can have that life in an abundant way. That we can have an extreme large quantity, that we can have plentiful, enough of that life to last us forever. Got to pray that we would never come to a place where we feel like we've had enough of you, but that we would have an unsatisfiable craving that we can't get enough of you. Got to pray that you'd help us to live lives that are glorifying to you. God, I pray that there, if there's somebody that's listening to this podcast that does not know you, then God, I pray that right now, just like in the book of Romans, that talks about if we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and that we believe in our hearts that he had died but that he was resurrected from God and we believe that then we have had salvation salvation has come upon us and God that we can welcome new brothers and sisters that have prayed that that have spoken that over their lives God we just pray that right now Lord Father that we believe that you are Jesus that we believe that you've died to forgive us of our sins God I thank you that we confess with our mouth that you are Lord and we surrender to you God that we can believe in our hearts that although you died on the cross that you resurrected overcoming death 
death, hell, and the grave, that we can be victorious, that healing virtue can be ours, that redemption from our sin can be made available to us, that there's a citizenship in heaven that is now made available to us because of Jesus, and that we can give our lives to him. If you have prayed that prayer, uh, my friend, then welcome to the family of Jesus. God, we just continue to give you the highest praise. I pray that this message would go with us, that it would be just as scripture says, that we can hide your word in our hearts, that it would be a lamp into our feet and our light into our path. God, in the moments of darkness, that your light can come shining through, God. God, I thank you for this word, and we give you the highest praise, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by for another episode of Refresh Podcast, where Christ goes before so we can bring you another refreshing word. This has been your boy, the Muffin Man, saying, keep it fresh, have a good day, and God bless. I love you guys. Yeah.